of texts on the um, interview we just did, including one, I'm done with you guys. From that interview? Yeah, I guess because uh. it gave too much. I don't know what. Uh, I fine. actually don't know. Go. Go. We also got this. God text. bless you. You will not be missed. I miss them all. I don't uh, miss we, them. We Go got, to hell. We got this text. Hey, old man Jack, everyone knows what IRL means. As I said IRL in real life, I always explain it because I'm afraid people don't know. Mm. Hey, old man Jack, everyone knows what IRL means. It's 15 years old. Don't worry, you're not too hip for the room. <laughs> you know, ATM means automated teller machine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sarcasm right I like there. it. I'm a big fan of sarcasm, of the sport. Um, so the Russians tried to get us with the old cable package trick. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> right. You want ESPN? You got to take these shopping channels. I don't want it. <laughs> you got to take them. Blank them out for all. I don't want them. I don't want any Trump porn, and I don't want QVC. You got to take them. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, it had to be uh, me saying it was inexplicable that Trump was rejecting the very idea of Russian interference in the United States. I don't know if Trump just doesn't get it or if he gets it, but he figures, you know, there's too much subtlety in the me versus the media, you know, battle. We can't we can't slice it that thin. I don't know with Trump. It's hard to say. But Russia is and has been for decades effing with us every single day as much as they can. And if you don't understand that, well, you're either ignorant, which is fine. I'm ignorant of astrophysics, um, or or you're just a fool. Having worked counterintelligence in my career in the military, I can tell you why the Trump porn offer. It's because of what just happened on your show. They got you to talk about it and plant the seed in the American mind with all your viewers. Right. Um, it just puts right. it out there as something. We were pools of tootin', or po- tools of Putin. <laughs> um. Tools of Putin is my new band, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, that's a great point. Just put it out there. So Rosenberg was, uh, who was he doing this interview with? I guess it doesn't matter, but he was asked. That's the journalist we just had on who does intelligence reporting for the New York Times. He was this, he said, uh, the question was, has all this made the people you talk to feel more or less skeptical of the Steele dossier and its most explosive allegations? And the guy we just talked to said, the most explosive allegation, the sex tape, I don't think anyone knows what to think of it still. I've definitely spoken to people who say that if you stay at the Ritz-Carlton in Moscow, you're probably being videoed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's troubling. Yeah. yeah. I, I When I was in Moscow, I stayed at a much cheaper hotel than that. But you wouldn't have seen anything videotaping me other than sleeping. Yeah, I have um, it on pretty good authority that if you, if you represent are a member of the United States government or military, and you're in Beijing, for instance, or Moscow, you are being surveilled and you are being taped. Everybody who stays there, American American officials, anyone important, is videotaped. Is there a video that exists out there? Who knows? I talked to a former Russian spy who said if there was, it's locked in a safe in some general's office and is not getting out. Well, and why? Unless it is with, like, underage people, or maybe a couple of dudes or whatever. The fact that Donald J. Trump billionaire hotelier maybe got with some strange on the road, of what use would that be to anybody? Who would be shocked by that? Of the allegations, just like with responsible journalists, I think a professional intelligence officer would take the view that until you have proof, it's all just rumor and speculation. Right. So, yeah. 
There you go. On the steel dossier, please. God. Have old man Mueller figure out what's going on and get back to us. Yeah. I'm Meanwhile, fine I am so over that. The whole Adam Schiff nonsense and just the whole intelligence committee and Nunez and the rest of them just go away. And you know what's. You know, Meanwhile, we have these giant challenges as a country. Our infrastructure is crumbling, and we don't know how to pay for it, and we're menaced by uh, you know enemies on all sides, and we're spending all of our time sniping at each other. It's unhealthy. How about another round of guess the sport? Yes, from the I Olympics. Love we'll listen to this athlete talking and try to guess the sport. You know, I want to represent my country to the best of my abilities. Um, oh, please, easy. I want to make Reese Witherspoon proud. <laughs> scoop I think of you did today. Scoop of chocolate. <laughs> obviously, well, I hope I did. Obviously, men's hockey. <laughs> Cross country skiing. <laughs> oh, that's a little gay figure skater there, isn't it? Come yes, on. that is Adam uh, Rippon, I believe, is his, his last name. Rippon? Uh, Rippin, yes, Adam did, Rippin. Did you see one of the color commentators with that weird hair thing? Yes, I love the <laughs> and tweet. His outfit. I oh saw my the, god, the tweet. Not the Olympic Games, the Hunger Games. They looked exactly like the weirdos from the Hunger Games, with a giant poof, and everybody's got sparkling clothes that look like they're going to burst into flames. And I, I need to figure out the timetable on this, but somewhere between like three months and two years before the Winter Olympics, I need to invest big on sequins. Oh yeah, because yeah. there's never a, a more sequiny time than than the Winter Olympics. The world's most flamboyant sport, if you follow me. They're so sparkly. Whipping dudes in the middle of Castro Street thinks figure skating is a little gay. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I saw an article somewhere over the weekend on how, you know, contrary to what people think, I thought they worked really hard at trying to pretend that a lot of your gay dancing skater people or a lot of your men are not gay. It is a spe- they're not all gay is what they're trying to make. Well, of course not. Oh, there, there, there you go. Oh, that's not a good shot of her, though. She's usually wearing something utterly ridiculous. But he had crazier hair and a crazier outfit in a different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, try to catch him from <laughs> Friday on top night. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the top. That's left a good outfit. Yeah. Beautiful. We'll post that at Armstrong and Getty Radio dot com. Where it's- do you get that jacket? It's a sport of mind boggling skill, strength, grace, etc. And it absolutely should be pointed. Sequins, glitter. Where do you get a pink suit? Who was the first person who figured out you could spin around so fast, like in one spot on your skate? Oh, I've tried to do that. It's not easy. <laughs> so my kids were standing in front of the TV trying to mimic the moves, particularly the uh, the one where you put your, your leg behind your back and pull your foot up to where it like oh, touches yeah. the back of your head. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, that whole thing. Yeah. I also just don't get the how you spin that many times without getting dizzy. Just just plain that. Yeah. It's, it's a gift. What those, a gift to have. I guess those people are immune to dizziness or something. Oh, man, look at the, look at the do there. We can't look at pictures on a radio show. Because I would, I would spin around like that for a while, then I would stumble, then I would get on my hands and knees, then I would vomit all over the ice, and the right. pool would grow bigger oh, in HD. God. That's ask, all that would happen. Ask wow. the judges for another minute or so. Hold <laughs> yeah, on. I need it. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> I just no, I can do it. How you do it? I just got to stop you. We got no timeouts in this one? Oh, come on. God, as I said earlier, my kids were really enjoying rooting for other countries to fall. So the Americans could win. Yes! Wow, that's she the spirit. She fell out on her bumba. So the, the, the jet that we just heard, Adam Rippon, he performed a flawless routine, but he did not attempt a quad jump. The other people who finished ahead of him in the rankings attempted a quad jump but fell, 
but because of the degree of difficulty, they finished higher. Well, that's interesting. How's that work? So uh, how about I attempt right now a uh, septil... It's 15 rotations. Right. But it's I never don't been make tried it. before. Whoa! I land on my head. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a degree of difficulty of 5,000. He so. broke his skull, and he didn't come near to executing <laughs> it, the, but the degree of difficulty is sky high. He's the winner. Yeah, I get the gold medal. They wheel oh. me out in a gurney with my feet pointing in this direction and my hand that way. But the gold medal gleaming on your chest. <laughs> Who's that old broad who's everybody's coach? She runs from, from you know, waiting for the judging, the scene to scene, and she switches out which team's jacket she's wearing. Did you see the feature on her? She coaches, like, I don't know how many teams, but at least I saw pictures of her with four different national teams, and so she quick switches off the jacket. She's, I guess, the coach. Crazy-looking old broad with, with uh, dyed red hair. Got a text here. Ex-pro ice skater texting. We get plenty dizzy. Okay. Interesting. Pro ice skater listening. Thank you. We're honored by your presence. Then I want to see the first person who ends up on their hands and knees hurling onto the ice. That'd be a, be a moment. That would be an Olympic moment. Has the sequin usage fallen off since this uh, pro ice skater is no longer in the professional ranks? I don't know. I would like to, I think we've talked about this before, have one average person attempt all these sports <laughs> just as like a reference point. I'd like to hear the screams of somebody plunging down the luge course who'd never done it oh, before. I, I would be dragging my feet in my hands to make sure I don't go too fast. Oh, please. They should send one average person to do everything. Right. The ice skating, the luge, the downhill. That snowboard course, the downhill, oh my God. they'd be killed. Well, price <laughs> well, you gotta pay. I just cross country and I'd get lost. <laughs> He's a helicopter above. You're just lost in the woods. <laughs> Wolves chasing after. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This is Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't touch the sleeping pills, they mess with my head. Dredging a great white shark, swimming in. Hope your weekend was just grand. It was everything you'd hoped it would be and more. I don't know what you hoped it would be. It was fine. It was great. Mine. It was my birthday yesterday. Judy and I celebrated. We hung out. We had a a big time with our dog up in the mountains. We saw the Golden Eagles, uh, which I'd forgotten to mention to you earlier. They're known to attack deer. They're so big. I saw a video online of the the, the, the gold giant bird attacking a deer, killed it, ate it. A bird that can kill a deer. Well, that's something. Tell you what. So, uh, sometimes it seems like humanity is heading backward. It's not true. Headline this morning, Oxfam, giant English charity. 120 workers within Oxfam accused of sexual abuse in the last year alone. 120 child molesters and rapists who have seen charity as a great way to get next to vulnerable people and rape them up. Yeah, I saw that how, like in Haiti, for instance... Uh, here comes the world to help us after, uh, you know, God has God has forsaken us. Mm-hmm. Now here comes the world to try to help us, and your kids get molested. Haiti, Africa, Philippines. Unbelievable. Yeah, where there are vulnerable people, there are monsters there to rape them. Also from the grim department, depending how you look at it, 
allegedly, this is from the Grim Department. That wasn't okay. Also from the Grim Department. I oh, said, okay. um, uh, kind of. This one's kind of grim, depending on how you look at it. So allegedly, Iran, which is ooching around Syria, helping out the Syrians and 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 joining with the Russians, sent one of their drones into Israeli airspace a little bit. Uh, Israel said, uh-uh, no you don't, and sent a bunch of jets and just went crazy bombing sites in Syria. They also lost a jet. Um, I guess the pilot ejected over Israel and is going to be all right. But So uh, Israel feeling like Iran is getting a little pushy there in the region and just went to whooping up on them. Well, if their jet was shot down, it's the first time since the 80s they've had a jet shot down. Mm. Um, so that's a fairly big deal. In the past week... Aircraft from three foreign countries have been brought down in the conflict. The Israeli plane, a Turkish helicopter, and a Russian plane over Idlib that was bombing rebel-held territory. So things are not settling down in Syria. In fact, the word is the humanitarian crisis has worsened there, which is hard to imagine. Mm. Yikes. On the other hand... And Iran might not take it lying down. Who knows what they're going to do. Well, if they don't take it lying down, they'll be lying down soon, if you know what I mean. I don't know if I'm prepared to get into depth on this, but I can give you some highlights. The Enlightenment is working. Full-page story in the New York Times, or I'm sorry, the Wall Street Journal over the weekend. Loved it. By Stephen Pinker, who we've had on the show before. He's, a, he's an author, and he's a heck of an interesting guy. The uh, Enlightenment, Jack. You, you're speaking of the great political reforms of the, the 18th century, the, the great thinkers? Yeah, he's actually got a book out called Enlightenment Now, The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and Progress. Uh, I suppose oh, we'll have those him are on. white constructs. Reason and science are white supremacist, paternalistic constructs, according to the social justice warriors, who are Marxists. Uh, just some for instances. 2016 was a bad year for terrorism in Western Europe with 238 deaths, but in 1998 there were 440. And that's the trend line. Uh, Boy, so much of this gets down to the amount of reporting we have on all this stuff. Absolutely. You just didn't hear about it back then. You didn't hear about it as much. You didn't get it as instantly. It wasn't delivered to you as breathlessly as updates on your phone. You had to flip to page eight for the international news. Um, U.S., three decades ago, our annual homicide rate was 8.5 per 100,000. It's almost half that now. You wouldn't. It doesn't feel that way, but right. it's the case. Well, I I remember the seventies. Man, crime rates were sky high. Looking at the world, not the United States, the world has become a hundred times wealthier since the early eighteen hundreds, and prosperity is becoming more evenly distributed across countries and people. Despite that story out of Davos about how whatever it is, six rich guys have half the wealth of the world, right? Wealth in general is way up and more evenly distributed than it was back in the day. Right. 200 years ago, 12% of the world could read and write. Now 85% can. Wow, only 12% of the world could read and write. That really holds you back. Or maybe you didn't need to know how to read and write. You knew how to get your mule to pull the plow straight. That was fine. Right. Look at Reedy over there. Reading. Look at his lines in his field. Crooked. Idiot. For most of human history, a newborn was expected to live around 30 years. Life expectancy across the world now is 71 and much higher in developed countries. That's a huge step forward. 
More than half the world's population now live in democracies. 200 years ago, 1% did. Amazing. 1% of the world's population lived in a democracy, now half. Liberty and free markets have fed the world, have lowered infant mortality, have practically eliminated starvation. I mean, by historical standards. You know, anybody starves, it's a horrible thing, but... 30 years ago, there were 23 wars going on, killing at uh, killing people at a rate of 3.4 per 100,000. Now there's half as many wars, killing people about a third as much. So once again, it's the amount of news coverage you get, I think, that makes you feel the way you feel. Mm-hmm. There's more on this maybe when we have him on for the book. Boy, here's one. Well, yeah, keep going. Why not? When the Enlightenment began a third of children born in the richest parts of the world died before their fifth birthday a third of children died before their fifth birthday man that's a completely different uh from the wealthiest places yeah. too. that was as good yeah. as you could expect yeah right. that's a completely different life experience than we all have today i right. mean you you have every expectation your kid's going to live and if it doesn't it's just a, a tragedy as it should be mm-hmm. i mean and just and everybody thinks oh my god how do you deal with that right it used to be just commonplace it's really amazing um today the rate uh is six percent in the poorest parts of the world wow wow so back in the day a third of kids died before their fifth birthday in the richest parts of the world. Now it's only 6% in the poorest parts. That's a hell of a change. Wait, no, no, no wonder people had different views of religion, philosophy, community, whatever. Because mm-hmm. practically everybody either had a kid die or knew somebody who had a kid die. Right. And the countries that are holding back those world averages right now, the ones who still have high infant mortality, are they assholes. Still, they still have disease. They still, don't. Why did you? Why did you drag Trump into this indirectly? Why would you do something like that? Uh-huh. Sheer meanness. That's why. Perhaps a g- character flaw. Certainly. Well, no. All you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all your countries that are weighing down the rest of us, without exception. Have single-party, centrally-controlled governments. All of them. You want misery? I'll show you a single-party government. (laughs) We got this text. Would you rather have an eagle-sized deer or a deer-sized eagle? (laughs) That's kind of what you're talking about. It practically was a deer-sized eagle. Well, yeah. 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 It's uh, these. uh, uh, I'm telling you. Judy and I were looking out the window. This pair of golden eagles came along, and they were distant. And we were both saying, boy, those are really big hawks. Then they got close enough, and I sat there with my eyes wide and my jaw agape, said, holy S, that's a big bird. I never even heard of one. Oh, they're magnificent. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the president's big plans to rebuild the nation's infrastructure. His idea on how to pay for it may surprise you. And Big Pharma is joining the battle against opioid addiction. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Judy made a joke about taking Onyx out, and I said, we better not. Ha, ha, ha. Then we saw the videos online. It was a good decision. Really? Wow. Or Baxter. Sorry, Baxter. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. talk show host over my years of doing this job cowardly wow is it because i'm just so comfortable and all i hope for is to continue this cush job perhaps but i become cowardly how many times wrap it up hamlet what's on your mind how many many times 
last week that I almost make a dog-eating joke about the Olympics, ah. but chickened out because I thought, oh, no, we're gonna, I'm going to get killed for that because that's so insensitive. USA Today, big story today about the two million dogs slaughtered and eaten every year in South Korea and the giant dog meat farm that's just miles from the Olympic Stadium Yikes. where they went and uncovered the unbelievable mistreatment of dogs oh, uh, that they then slaughter oh. to eat. So back to the dog-eating jokes that I was scared to make because I'm cowardly. Mm. But it's absolutely a part of their culture and just and should be ridiculed. It should be ridiculed. It's easy to get a little paranoid these days. God, careers are yeah. being ruined oh, over yeah. the stupidest yeah. stuff. All it takes is uh, for the uh, the fake outrage, uh, outrage crowd, the momentary, uh, you know, selective outrage community to focus on you, and all of a sudden you're out of your gig. So, you know, it's not a defense of your clear cowardice, but good for USA Today for going at that yeah. story. Yeah, 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 these are odd times. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the White House has taken the wraps off that big plan to renovate our highways, bridges, airports, and rails. The proposal calls for a, mil- or excuse me, $1.5 trillion in spending. But the White House says just a portion of that would come from Uncle Sam. The plan calls... Mexico! Uh, Who's going to pay for it? Mexico! <laughs> plan calls for a government investment of $200 billion. From Mexico! Which the White House says would prompt more than a trillion dollars in infrastructure investments with state and private partnerships. The White House says federal regulations would be limited. Decision-making authority would fall to state and local governments. And Trump's infrastructure plan also calls for selling two of the three major airports serving the nation's capital. The president's calling for divesting federal assets when agencies can show the sale would optimize taxpayer value. They're going to sell the airports. Ronald Reagan uh, National Airport and Dulles International. He put those up for sale right away, along with two major roadways in the D.C. region. I don't, I don't yeah, fully like understand. To know more, yeah, but... I don't fully understand what that means. So, so somebody's going to come along and buy the airport. Yep, and operate them yep. as a for-profit business. I mean, yep. obviously, you'd have to make a profit. Yep. I don't know if an airport makes a profit. Turn uh, roads in uh, D.C. into toll roads. Churn the money. Churn the money. But if it is a profitable business, yeah, why should the government being run it be running it? Because obviously, as the government runs everything, it would be much more efficient to have a private operator. And the White House spending plan for next year, this is separate. This is the spending plan, the blueprint for what uh, Trump would like to see spent next year, tops $4 trillion. It'll include a proposal to privatize the International Space Station with federal funding ending by 2024. You mean the International McDonald's Space Station? Yeah, I was going to yes. say, how about logos on national yeah. monuments? The yeah. Washington uh, Monument with a big... Uh, you know, some sort of logo on there, make it at AT and T. Yeah, sort of exactly. Stripe, yeah. Or you put a, you jam some some brand of cell phone in Lincoln's hand. Sure, or a bottle of Gatorade, whatever. Exactly. Nike logos everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Lincoln sitting there in his Nike logo jacket. <laughs> wow. Over Lincoln wearing a warm up suit. <laughs> Overall, the Trump budget blueprint for next year provides a huge increase in defense spending. Another huge increase in defense spending while cutting taxes by one and a half trillion over the next decade. The result, according to the experts so far, would be soaring budget deficits. Mm. Congress rarely passes a president's budget outline as it is. All right. You know, in Mount Vernon, they've got this uh, amazing statue of George Washington astride his horse. Put him astride a Harley. Or on some sort of ATV. (laughs) Why not?
<laughs> the Harley Davidson Mount Vernon display. Former Homeland Security Secretary J- Johnson says White House. J- J- it's J. J. Johnson. It's like you've yeah. given up. Yes. You have to say his name, J-E-H, like yeah. you've given up. J. I know how that feels. J. 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 Anyway, Mr. Johnson says White House Chief of Staff John Kelly should stay in place as long as President Trump is in office. Johnson telling wow. Johnson telling CNN's State of the Union, as long as Trump is president, our government is best served if John Kelly is in the job of chief of staff. That's what's going to save him versus if he was like a Reince Priebus or Kevin McCarthy. Right, if he's already on the ragged edge. Yeah. Because a lot of the media who hates Trump thinks General Kelly's, you know, there to save the day. Well, and those of us who have a great deal of sympathy with a lot of Trump policies think uh, John Kelly's doing a hell of a good job, too. I think it's just good for the country for him to be in the job. His mistake was letting Rob Porter's current girlfriend or recent girlfriend write his defense and then put those words in General Kelly's mouth. That was a terrible mistake. I hope he he chewed her down, chewed her up. What's the expression? Shooter for dinner. Ripped her a new one. Oh, I hope she's on his ass list. Oh, 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 gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Chewed her out. An unfortunate expression. The maker of Oxycontin says it's going to stop promoting opioids to doctors amid the opioid epidemic. Purdue Pharmaceuticals says it's cutting its sales staff by over half and will stop sending sales reps to doctors' offices to discuss opioids. Purdue saying in a statement that the new policies are going to go into effect today. Oh, we got everybody hooked already. Why would we bother? This will save us money. Well, and you got a number of states now that have all filed lawsuits against Purdue, alleging it misled prescribers about the risks of prescription opioids. So now one of them is saying, well, we just won't promote it as heavily with the doctors. And I have a question for Positive Sean, because you have done yes. such a fine job on uh, covering the Olympic Games. Uh, how many medals uh, does my native land of Finland have? How many have they racked up? Are we in At the, the lead? last count? They, no, they had two bronzes to their names, but they are one of only, I believe it was 16 countries that have uh, medaled so far. Okay, Germany's still in the lead. Is that the deal? Uh, Germany's in the lead with the golds. Norway holds the overall medal count lead. All right, there you go. That's your update. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Mm, man, this dog, this dog eating story. The more you get yeah. into it, is pretty rough. No, if you yeah. pardon the expression, terrible. Yeah, oh yeah, it's 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 bad, and it should be reported. Let's not pretend. That, well, I don't know. I go back and forth on this. Or should we just put everything aside? The corruption, the cheating, the various countries and their heinous acts, and just watch the people play sports for a couple of weeks. That's an interesting question. I know I don't need like dog eating and cruelty all the time. Right. Tune in hockey. Got some dog cruelty. Watch the ski jump and they're talking about eating dogs. I'm not sure I'm into that. By the way, I'd like to apologize to Baxter. I referred to him as Onyx earlier. Yes. I called my dog by my ex-dog's name. Oh, no. In yeah. in a moment of passion. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> not cool. Oh, I'm so sorry. Our favorite Olympic event, the petering out, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we'll get into the 
this tomorrow. A guy named Aviv Ovadia. Who knows a lot about uh, information and the way it uh, travels around. Predicted the 2016 fake news crisis. Now he's worried about an information apocalypse, which he calls the infocalypse. Infocopalypse? I wish he'd Info-co- stop calling it that. It looks better in print than it does, <laughs> it does. in sound. Yeah. The infopocalypse? What happens when anyone can make it appear as if anything has happened, regardless of whether it did or not? Well said. Which is one of the problems we've got right. going into this. Oh, there are so many examples of that. And uh, at the time, it felt like um, uh, we were screwed, he says. We were utterly screwed a year ago, by the way information works in the modern world. Um, we're even more screwed now. I, I can't mean, wait to talk to this it, guy. It sounds, yeah, I'm just looking at some of the, the quotes, and it doesn't well, surprise me. I, I'm not sure human beings can master this. I think it may render us extremely cynical um, in an unhealthy way. Now, uh, kind of like if you live under a dictatorship that's constantly putting out propaganda till nobody yeah. believes anything. You've always thought we would adjust, and that probably to most things. <laughs> um, you know, because uh, it's we're, we're we're an animal and we adjust to our environment. But it's possible. No, no animals ever had to adjust to. You know, being told by their their fellow animals, no, you don't eat that anymore. You eat this, or or just whatever. Right. There's no elk over there. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's possible that there there's no way to adjust to the the info infopocalypse. Yeah, I think you just have to find trusted sources. But I, how I'm long will it hear from this guy? I'm, I'm guarantee I'm right in the short term. I know I'm right in the oh, yeah. short term. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that short term could be a couple years, a decade before a couple of information sources uh, develop enough credibility that most of us are willing to say, okay, we believe those two newspapers, TV stations, radio Mm -hmm. stations, whatever, are usually telling the truth. Yeah, but we're media freaks. I mean, a lot of America, I assume we're talking about our own beloved land, um, uh, will be many, many years behind in in, in that process. Think about all the people that don't even want that. Right. They don't want that. They want information that backs up what they already think yeah boy it's it's scary because i mean like a a print a piece of print information that looks completely credible is effortless these days oh sure um i got an email the other day from my credit card company i almost clicked on it was it was phony yeah i mean you know yeah that's i mean literally high school boys can do the best work on earth um but you combine that with now like the deep fakes we were talking about where you can put Jennifer Lawrence's face on some porn skank, and it looks, it's 100% convincing. I saw one the other day. It was hilarious. It was Nicolas Cage's face on some other starlet dancing, but it was Nick Cage dancing. It was weird. Um, You can do that. Now, we know the government or hackers or whomever can put child porn on your hard drive. How freaking scary is that? Yeah. You'd you know, not, for whatever reason, you're criticizing the government or or who knows what the scenario is. And all of a sudden, oh, look at that. Look what they have on Pervos. Was that the same guy who was criticizing the blankety-blank administration? Turns out he's a child perv. Bingo. You're done. Um, it's just, it's getting a little scary. Yeah, if you had a private email server like Hillary Clinton, but you're a dude and the Russians put child porn on there, there'd be no coming back from that. No nope. way. Mm-mm. Hmm. 
Mm. And then what was the video? What was we were looking at that? We were talking about it a few months ago. There was another video technique that they were using. Yeah, there's this thing where it's it's almost like Photoshop for video, where you can have real time actual existing videos and kind of manipulate the words. Right, and the mouth now mimics That's the right. new it audio was, that you're putting onto the video. You had a video of George W. Bush talking about something or other, and you could, while he's talking, make a facial expression, and the software would convert his facial expression into yours, so you could have him just. Bro, grinning ear to ear, talking about starvation in Darfur, for instance. <laughs> That's right, was, Mr. President. It was pretty good. It will be perfect oh, yeah. within a year. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah, don't please. Know. Here's security footage of Jack Armstrong coming out of the liquor store with the shotgun in his hand. Yeah. the It's possible we won't be able to adjust to this. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he goes then. Cannibalism. <laughs> Violence in the streets. <laughs> it's where you always figure things are going to end up. I think you're kind of hoping. Often end up. I get the sense you're hoping for cannibalism. I do enjoy the taste of human flesh. For it to be- <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I could deny it, but for whom? Why would I? I think I think you're kind of hoping it becomes more mainstream. <laughs> I'm really trying to normalize it. <laughs> yeah, for a exactly. Long time. Normalize. That's right. I'm I'm a lobbyist. It's a it's a it's a perfectly legitimate reaction to current times. Look, I may be making a little side income from big cannibal. <laughs> They just ask me, hey, when you can comfortably work it in a conversation, do it. It's like the various uh, columnists who've been busted through the years for for taking money from various uh, people or organizations or whatever. Just work it in when you can. I can be bought. If you are one of those organizations and would like me to work it into conversation, I would be delighted to listen to your offer. Hmm. And now. Final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host, Joe Getty. <laughs> the key is slow cooking, because we as a species oh. are a little, a little gamey. It just it is what it is. Let's get a final thoughts from everybody. Marshall Phillips, lead us off. Would you? I was just going to say, going for the gold in so many different ways. Joe Getty, have a delicious McDonald's right now, will you please? They're located close to almost everyone. Hmm. Uh, positive Sean, final thought. Yes, uh, another look at the medal count. We have Norway standing on top with nine total medals tied for second. We have the Netherlands going yeah. to Armstrong and Getty. Uh, Olympic correspondent Michael Kane, your thought on the Dutch? There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Oh, that's a meeting. <laughs> Very nice. Michelangelo, your final thought? Yeah, I was watching the Olympics with my girlfriend, and she said she wished we had a bigger TV. I nearly fell to my knees and wept for joy. There's nothing more romantic <laughs> that a woman can say to a man than those wonderful words. Amen to that, brother. Now that's funny. Jack, your final thought. Yeah, I felt kind of bad that my kids, we were taking such glee and rooting for other countries to fall, cheering so loudly when other countries fell. But you know what? It got them interested in the Olympics, so I consider that a win. My final thought is Kim Jong-un's sister is a monster. The regime are monsters. There is no looking at the quote-unquote cheerleaders and not seeing a bunch of political prisoners. NBC, wake up, cut it out. CNN, quit your fawning. You're embarrassing yourselves. Yeah, I think they've caught on to that based on the Today Show today. As they were interviewing some uh, defectors. Good. Yeah, Yeah, old uh, uh, Kim Yo isn't North Korea's Ivanka. She's North Korea's Himmler. Please. Wow. Devastating commentary from one Joe Getty. Thank you very much. I'm strong and Getty. Wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. 
So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. If you uh, have an opinion you'd like to share, you can email us. Or if there's something you see we ought to be talking about, send it along. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. Willie Geist in, in uh, South Korea looks ridiculous. I realize it's cold there, but to see, you got to get a better jacket. He got the puffy coat. <laughs> and the scarf. It's super cold there, though, right? It's nose running cold, man. Yeah, can't talk right cold. Right. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Um, I want to make Reese Witherspoon proud. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.